Well, it's good to see everybody today. What a wonderful, wonderful presence there is in this place today. Praise the Lord. I want to welcome everyone, all of our visitors. Please make yourself at home. Um, thankful that you took the time today to come and be with us on this special day. Um, it's always good to have, uh, see new faces, and it's good to see all the ones that are here normally as well. So just glad to be here with y'all today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer before we get into the message this morning. Father, we, we come to you right now, Lord, and I thank you for the mighty move of your Holy Spirit there is in this place today. Thank you for your anointing that has already showed up, Lord. God, we just thank you for your presence. We thank you for the, the thing that we're here to celebrate today, Lord, the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Thank you, God, for showing us such great love. I pray that you would just go before me now, Lord, before I begin this message, that your Holy Spirit would prepare the way. Lord, you know the hearts and minds of every person that is here, and you brought them here today for a special purpose. And so, Father, I pray that you would just do the work you want to do. Get me out of the way, Lord. Have your way in everything that's said and done. Uh, use me however you see fit. Let your Holy Spirit move, and let your will be accomplished. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Turn with me in your Bibles this morning to the book of John, chapter 19. <clears throat> John, chapter 19, and we're going to begin in verse 28. So where we are before I start reading, so everybody's on the same page. Um, Jesus is on the cross. He's approaching the last few moments of his life. He has already uh, done so much. He has spoken to his disciples and mother, and, and he's wrapping things up, so to speak, uh, for a little bit. In verse 28 it says, After this Jesus, knowing all things were now accomplished, that the scripture might be fulfilled. I just want to let us take that in for a moment. Jesus on the cross, having endured unspeakable torture, torment, He's still hanging on the cross. He has enough presence of mind through all that pain, through all the things he's going through to know that all things were accomplished. What are they talking about? He, he's talking about all the things that were prophesied about him. All of the things that he came to do. And we're going to get into that more in just a moment. But Jesus in that moment on the cross knows Okay, it's now all been accomplished. That the scripture might be fulfilled. 
Jesus knew throughout his life he had work to do. He had a purpose in being here. There were things that had to be accomplished so that the Scripture might be fulfilled. Then he says, I thirst. Now a vessel full of sour wine was sitting there. And they fitted a sponge with sour wine, put it on, a, on hyssop, and put it to his mouth. So when Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And bowing his head, he gave up his spirit. The word there, the real word used for the phrase, it is finished, is tetelestai. Tetelestai. So what I want you to do today is, is hear Jesus on the cross saying, Tetelestai! What does that mean? Well, the, the simple translation is it is finished. But man, that does not say it. Y'all, we get cut short. We, we get the raw end of the deal with our terrible, pathetic English language. It is finished. It says so much more than that. Tetelestai is a word that the tense of it. See, we deal with tenses of our words. It's past, present, future for us. You know, it's very difficult for us to imagine this in a lot of ways, but this word has a tense that is so different because it's not only past tense, it is finished. It's not only talking about something in the past that has been accomplished, but it continues into the future. This thing covers both ends of the spectrum. It is finished means it has been completed and it's going to be good moving forward. And that, that's tough for us to understand sometimes, but that's why I say the word it is finished is not substantial enough to convey the thought that Jesus was saying in that moment. It is finished does not convey adequately the thoughts that he had. Tetelestai says it's complete. The debt that was paid was paid in full. The debt that was owed has been completely canceled out and it will continue that way into the future. You think of a, a servant that was in bondage, so to speak, to a master. They had a debt that had to be paid, and, and when that servant was freed, when his debt had been paid, he was given a paper. And y'all, I'm making some of this up because I don't know how they really dealt with each other. But I know this, that they would put a stamp on this that said, Tetelestai. That debt has been paid and nobody can ever come back again and give you a, a bill saying you owe more. You're free from that. Tetelestai says that no one can ever come back and charge you for that again. It's also a word that's used when we're talking about a judgment. Okay, if, if you've committed a crime and there is a judgment against you, Tetelestai says that that has been satisfied and that the time, 
that was required for that. You know, we think of people serving time in prison. That time has been served. No more, just according to our laws today, right? No more can they come back and charge you for that crime again. Tetelestai says that's been paid for, time has been served, judgment has been satisfied. We'll never charge you with it again. It's also used when a battle has been won. (laughs) A battle has been won against an enemy and, and they've been defeated forever. No more will this enemy ever come back again and say, oh, I come up with something else I'm going to attack you with. (laughs) The battle against sin and the devil has been fully won. Church, are y'all awake this morning? There's no chance for Satan to ever come back. There's no chance that he might somehow gather some forces and make another offensive attack and, and reclaim anything. He has been so defeated. He's been utterly destroyed. There is no chance that he will ever gain victory again because Tetelestai says it's complete. It's fully complete. There is no remaining hope for him. Satan's defeat is complete and our victory is secured through Jesus Christ. Now I want you to think about Him again, hanging on that cross, saying it is finished. Everything He came to do was done. There wasn't one single thing He didn't accomplish that He set out to accomplish. He was in the garden. Y'all remember the story? He's in the garden and he's, he, he goes further into the garden to pray by himself and he's praying to the Father. The Word tells us that he's praying so hard and, and he's in, under such, such turmoil that's in, within him that, that he's actually, uh, drops of blood are coming off of him. And he tells the Father, he said, Lord, whatever your will is, let that be done. Not my own. He goes to the cross. He's he's beaten all the way there. They put Him on the cross. They humiliate Him. And every single one of those things was done to fulfill the Word of God. You think about that, y'all. The road to the cross was not just some things that that, that He went through to get there, but those things had to be done. That's what Tetelestai says. Tetelestai says everything was complete. He didn't take a, a shortcut somewhere. He didn't, well, I'll just step around this, but I can still accomplish the same thing this way. No, complete. Nobody can come back and say, well, hang on. You missed this step, Jesus. You know, that's what lawyers like to do in court cases, they like to find a loophole. Satan likes to throw up a false loophole to us from time to time. And if you've been in that situation in your life where, man, you know you've sinned, you've come up short somewhere, and he likes to come and throw guilt at you. He likes to come and shame you somehow. But see, what he knows but he doesn't want to tell you is Tetelestai. My debt has been paid. 
I don't owe anything. Free and clear. Because when his blood was shed for me, I, my account was settled in full. Hang on. This whole timeline thing messes us up. Because that happened way before I was born. So there were still some things to come, right? Mm-mm. Pedalesti is not past tense. It goes throughout all of it from beginning to end just like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ does the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. And so when He says, it is finished, it is done, it is complete, I've paid it all, He's talking about all of it. And so when I say, Jesus, I want you to be Lord of my life, I believe that you are the Son of God and that you rose in victory over the grave from the dead. I believe in my heart that God raised you from the dead. Y'all, my sin is wiped away. I will sin again because I have not become perfected yet. But Tetelestai says, I'm covered. Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 says, Let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant. I'm going to stop there for a moment, y'all. And I've overlooked this too many times. So, sometimes I've put in place of bondservant just servant. And I think of how Jesus humbled himself and served other people. And that's true, but there's more to it. Being a bondservant is not the same thing as just a servant. A bondservant says, you owe something. And in order for you to be freed from that, you must pay what you owe. Taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore God also has highly exalted Him and given Him the name which is above every name. Therefore, <laughs> I love it. Man, y'all are not getting this. Did y'all all get a good night's sleep last night? Because I'm getting the feeling that some folks are dragging a little bit today. Am I not adequately conveying what I'm talking about. Maybe I've missed it. Let me step back for a moment. Because what this says is that, that my God stepped out of eternity into our timeline. He took on the form of a bondservant, somebody that owed a debt. He humbled himself as God. It was okay for him to call himself God. Because he was. And he stepped down, condescended to my level and became obedient to the point of death. The death of a cross 
Y'all didn't, he didn't just die. He was tortured and tormented for my sin. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven and those in earth and those under the earth. That every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Oh, man. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. The first passage we read, verse 30, tells us that He gave up His Spirit. You know what that tells you, church? Complete control. Complete authority. He had the authority and the power to lay his life down when it was time. When it was finished, then he gave up his spirit. And here's the awesome thing about our God. This is how we know he is God. Because not only did he have power to lay his life down, but he had power, praise God, to take it back up again. Right? He had the power to say, yes, that was me in human form, but now I'm not there anymore. And oh, here, three days later, okay, it has all been done on that side too. I'm going to take it back again. I'm going to demonstrate my victory over death, hell, and the grave. You know, death, having victory over it wasn't enough. There had to be more to it, y'all. And so I'm standing here today as a child of God without freedom, without a fear, I'm sorry, fear of death. Where death, where is your sting? There is no sting. If you know Jesus Christ, if you have the blood of Jesus applied to you, Telelesti says, there's no sting in death. Because it's all paid. He allowed his body to die. Mm. Hebrews tells us that for the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. <laughs> oh man. Y'all, I can't hardly read that without getting excited. <laughs> because that's me. <laughs> That's me. For the joy that was set before him, he endured the cross. He looked through all of time and he said, Kevin, I'm going to endure the cross for him. Huh? Then he declared something on that cross. Tetelestai. Tetelestai. He knew he was about to receive the joy that was before him. Right? I've, I've accomplished everything. I have fulfilled everything I came to do. I have done it all. It is finished. Now give me what I came for. 
Praise God. The Word tells us that before He ascended, He first descended, right? He went into the pits of hell. He took back the keys. All of the, the title deed, if you want to call it that, that, that Satan had to this earth and to each and every one of us. He said, nope, it ain't yours anymore. Tetelestai, I have paid all of it. I paid everything. Well, okay, well, Jesus, hang on a minute. What about these over here? They're going to send some more. Yep, Tetelestai, it's complete. It's finished. Covered. All of it. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself. Least, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. This is Hebrews chapter 12, verse 3. I'm going to read it one more time. Consider Him, Jesus, who endured such hostility from sinners against Himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted to bloodshed, striving against sin. Y'all, we can be encouraged today. He endured the cross for us. He paid the penalty of sin for us. He won victory over all things for us. He proclaimed from the cross. And I, my Bible has an exclamation point after it is finished. So I'm going to assume that there was some exclaiming when he said it is finished. You know, we, we often, I, I, I struggle with this. I'll have to continuously remind myself because I think of Jesus on that cross knowing that physically his body was tired. He was, he was probably struggling to get breath at all. But y'all, he proclaimed in his last couple breaths, it is finished. Tetelestai! Man, that's powerful to know that he, he, he just struggled to get everything he could together because this is worth proclaiming. And here we are, 2022. We struggle with sin. We, we become weary. We're trying. We're trying to do the right things. We... And the devil comes to us, man, and he, he wants to wear us out all the time about it. Jesus said, uh, if you're going to serve me, if you're going to follow after me, you're going to endure trouble. You're going to. And then he wraps that up by saying, but take heart, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. And here we are today. We still struggle with those same things. We, we, we get lost in, in our feelings and in the moment and we say, man, this is just too hard. Y'all don't understand what I'm going through. Consider Him who endured such hostility from sinners 
against himself. Because if you don't consider him, you will become weary and discouraged in your souls. You have not yet resisted temptations and trials and things of this world to the point of bloodshed. So you know what that's telling me? There's a popular little meme that goes around today. Yeah, but did you die? Did you die? The point is, it wasn't that bad, was it? Yeah, it wasn't that great to go through, but you look back on it, well, it didn't kill me. So I must have been all right. And here we are today in 2022, church. We're, we're, we look at our lives and we think, man, this is terrible. I hate having to go through this. And, and yes, I agree. We go through hard times. But Jesus told us we would. For His name's sake, we will endure trouble in this world. Tribulations, trials, things will fall upon us. But be of good cheer. Tetelestai. Right? We, he has overcome, and because He has overcome, we can overcome. The Word says that we will overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the Word of our testimony. Don't let your testimony become one of negative thinking. One that says, well, I'm just too, it's too bad. I, this is too hard. I've done too much wrong. There's too far gone over here. But let it be one that reminds you that it ain't about you anyway. It's about Him. Lift up the name of Jesus. Glorify Him. Give honor and glory to His name. Bring Him to the forefront of everything. And then you become nothing anyway. Let me decrease so that He can increase. He's the one that's wanted, not me. But He wanted it for me. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful Savior we have. 